I think you're the smartest person that's ever lived. I think that's sometimes so grateful too. to have you. <laughs> and then other times I think I'm literally the dumbest person to ever walk the earth. I think I'm, I'm so the dumbest person for to your... ever drag my knuckles across the earth. <laughs> drag my knuckles. <laughs> like the basic nor, little ape. Nor. Like the basic little ape I am at the end of the day. Ah, be grateful, be grateful. Um, be grateful, be grateful. I'm grateful for my big brain. And I'm grateful for my long arms that sometimes drag on the ground when I walk. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi. Hi. We're Quinn. And we're Becca. And welcome to my place, Jump Scare Podcast. Rebecca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, fashions, and love for each other. Um, I feel the character I just did with my voice. Her name's like Mildred, I feel. Oh, yeah. And she's scared of mayonnaise, ketchup, lettuce. Condiments in general. <laughs> yeah. Thousand yeah. Island, though, she's okay with. Weird. <laughs> no, she can get down with that. Yeah. And when you start mixing related. them together, like, <laughs> she's, she's like, something about that is like sriracha mayo she's also like crazy about like she's afraid <laughs> of regular mayonnaise but sriracha mayo she's like oh my god <laughs> yeah um because the spice takes her back to childhood yeah anyway yeah no great character write that down write anyway that down for the next special guys <laughs> exactly since we've, yeah since we're expanding the universe of this <laughs> damn show literally we can't stop having specials i know well, with special characters and guys already um, i need to say there hasn't been enough critical praise of the gift of the jump scare so far for my taste i know for my People... taste becca and i did something really great like it's inventive it's becca fun and I did something really great we did something subversive we did something mm-hmm, new with mm-hmm. the form and <laughs> i haven't seen people really start to pick up on that yet and that's something that's yeah starting to bother me it's scaring me um, a bit um but yeah but here's an opportunity for you guys to go listen again yes really implant in your brains how unique it is and really only the 12 minutes in which at chris kringle 12 was it um yeah 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 wrote into us because that's really the meat of the special absolutely Um, and that's where things take a little bit of a magical turn Mm um yeah yeah well so this is a regular episode. Sorry to everyone who I maybe know. thought it was another special. No but more specials for a while. That's what makes specials special. They are special. Now you know I'm not so special. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. So this is going to be a regular episode, which, of course, we have to start by catching up. And Quinn, what the hell even? Oh my What's been God. going on? Well... It's the holidays. The holidays is very famously kind of like a slow time of the year. Um, but also kind of fast at the same time. It's weird. Time's a yeah. flat circle, ultimately. Um, yeah. But since we had the special last week, we didn't get to do a traditional kind of catch-up. And so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something that happened between, you know, when we filmed like our last regular episode and now, so I actually turned 22, guys. It's so scary. How can a person know everything in 18 and... Nothing. Twenty-two. Literally, those of you that follow me on Instagram got to see some childhood pictures of me set to that mm-hmm. song, as well as "Lords the Man with the Axe." 
Um, and Taylor Swift's uh, 22. We got to do that as well. <laughs> One of my favorite things for my 22nd birthday is I was driving somewhere and um, 22 like came on and I was like, <laughs> I took a video of myself on Snapchat and I was just like straight faced. Like <laughs> I just put the caption, it's happening. <laughs> um but yeah, uh, my 22nd birthday is actually kind of a smash. Um, big shout out to my friend Mara, who does listen to the podcast. Um, <gasps> Thank you. Because she organized like a whole like birthday for me because she reached out and she was like, um, would you want to go to brunch on your birthday? Oh, brunch and any day? And I was day? like, yeah, actually. brunch any day of the week, but my birthday especially? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because we have this little contingent in of like some of our friends from high school called the ladies who brunch um perfect and so we brunch together sometimes and so she was like ladies who brunch quinn's birthday edition and so i was like oh my god such a slayer idea (laughs) um and so it was like a complete surprise so she was just like oh we'll just like meet me at my house at 10 and we can drive and pick up our friends the brunch was going to be in philadelphia um, and our friends kind of live between mm-hmm. where Mara lives and Philly. Um, so I drove to Mara's house and I didn't know, like, I didn't even ask where we were going. I was like, I want to be surprised. So we pick up my friends, Kat and Annie, who also went. Kat mm-hmm. is a podcast listener, very famously mm-hmm. posted the gift of the jump scare on mm-hmm. her feed, which like, guys, you can post the podcast episodes on your feed too. Like that you it have that be a functionality. Standard, actually. You have yeah. that functionality yeah. on <laughs> all my Spotify listeners out there, which there are a lot of you. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, you <laughs> can literally. totally post it on your story. It's totally allowed and legal. Um, mm-hmm. Even Obama was gagging. Um, and so... <laughs> I heard we were on that list. I heard. Um, yeah. We, yeah. Becca, that's something you need to work on this week. Editing. <laughs> editing Obama's (laughs) oh my god but anyway so we pick up my our friends cat nanny and then we park and we're walking through the gayborhood and I'm like oh my god what are we doing and then Mm -hmm. it dawns upon me that we're going to drag brunch (gasps) yeah oh wait what day of the week was your birthday it was a Sunday oh Incredible, actually. So what are you actually supposed to do on a Sunday birthday except for go to brunch? Yeah. yeah That's what yeah. I was wondering. That's what exactly. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. And it was so weird because I was like, how did I not think of this, actually? Um, <laughs> Thank and God so, it was presented to you on a silver platter from Mara. Yes. We also. Yeah. So um, shout out to Mara. She organized all that amazing, amazing gift. And we got to see five queens perform it was actually my first time going to drag brunch um i've never been i'm more of a nighttime consumer of drag artistry Mm -hmm. um in my own i've been to a lot of drag shows but they're all at night because because by sunday morning i'm not ready to get up um (laughs) and so yeah but it was really fun I had three mimosas. <laughs> um, Whoa. Mimosas are so good. I feel like mimosas are such an underrated drink. Like, I feel like we do talk about them a lot in society, but not nearly enough is the thing. Unfortunately, I've never been able to have one. Oh, too much sugar? Yeah, orange juice is like, um, I only really can drink that if I'm having an emergency low blood sugar. Mm, yeah. So, unless we can find, like, no sugar added orange juice, which... Frankly, I would find disgusting. A sugar? You don't so like don't orange know. juice? I mean, like, sure, but 
what was that? Whoa. It's the light outside my oh, window. Oh, it looked like an orb. Yeah. Guys, there's an orb in the screen. Ooh. The aliens are back. The aliens are back. Um, okay. Hopefully the signal stays good. But uh I like oranges. Mm, huh? I, I don't know how to answer this. I just I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. We'll anyway, have to see. <laughs> yeah, I like a mimosa. Um I also tried a cranberry mimosa on Christmas Day and it was good too. So because I didn't know that was a thing until recently. Anyway. I'm really curious, actually, really quick. Uh-huh. So m- most women's like attachment to cranberry juice is cramp related. Uh huh. Like it's supposed to get rid of cramps, right? Uh huh. To you, is it just like an enjoyable beverage with no? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't drink straight cranberry okay. juice. I I caught it with um club soda. Oh, yeah! Interesting, fascinating. Actually. Like a can of club soda and then like some cranberry juice is a really good drink. Um, to me, and that, I just drink that because okay. my parents, like my parents, drink it, and I tried it one time and I was like, that's actually delightful. Um, and oh. so yeah, I literally made that drink for myself yesterday. So, um, nice. a little mocktail. <laughs> um, if you will. I have wanted to experiment with putting alcohol in it because I'm not somebody like I haven't. I haven't been so like concerned as to like start drinking like vodka sodas or like tequila sodas, even though that is kind of like the best thing you can drink for like calorie wise and like not consuming like mass amounts of sugar wise when you're out to a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the the whole taste thing is like a whole other factor. Um, but I think maybe if I did like a vodka soda with cranberry juice, like that would kind of like help the cause a little bit, you know? Or you could be like me and get a vodka water and just put 10 lime juices in it. The vodka water is something that is so interesting to me about you. The double vodka water. (laughs) Do you not? Are you somebody who like hates seltzer? I do actually like seltzer. Mm. Um, It kind of depends, though. Mm. Like my one friend Corey just like hates seltzer. Like any no, I like of. bubbly stuff. Oh, like you like, but stuff. you like white chlors. I like white chlors. I love a gin and tonic. <sighs> oh yeah. I don't even know if gin and tonic uh, is tonic water even bubbly. I don't know what tonic water is really. To be Me honest, neither. If anybody like knows it. and like wants to write something, comment below. Perfect comment corner. Perfect comment corner. Because <laughs> like. I realize I could look up what tonic water is, but the thing about me is I won't remember. Um, no one actually, when I'm editing no this, I'll probably be like, oh, let me look that up anyway. But yeah, it was really fun. Two highlights Yay. from Drag Brunch is, so this Drag Brunch, like they came up and like greeted us. I don't know if it's like a regular thing at Drag Brunches, but like all the queens in the cast came up and like personally like greeted our table, which was really Aww. fun. Um, And this one queen walks up and like doesn't say like, like hi like doesn't like do anything like not in like a rude way just in like she came up with something else to say but this mm-hmm. other queen was at our table and this this queen comes up she's like bald and she's wearing a full ass nightgown with like a like smoky eye she kind of looks like sickening um Whoa. and she's like walking up and she holds her hand out to the one of the other drag queens standing at our table and goes see this bruise on my hand it's from cocking a gun last night Oh, <laughs> and that was like the quote of drag, and I've been saying it ever since. <laughs> if That's I get so more, fascinating, or if I need something to say, I'll, I'll just go. 
You see this bruise on my hand? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then w- during the actual performances, well, I did compete in a twerk off for a shot of tequila. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> and I tied for the win. I think it was because it was two people's birthday. So, um, okay. but anyway, um, but there was this one queen. It was obviously Christmas themed because my birthday's near Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this one queen who, during her second number, so like the second set, she literally walked out onto the street, like because the bar like goes right onto a street. She like walked out on the street and did like a cartwheel, <laughs> like in the middle of the street. It was so fierce, and she did it like a couple times. Like it was so because also during the last number oh she God. went out there, it was so like it was next level. I was like, oh my god, that's one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Actually, that's crazy. Um, but I also can't even imagine actually how cold it was. It wasn't that cold yet, Chris. Okay. Guys. Where Becca and I live, because we live in approximately, like, kind of the same weather area, Christmas, I think it was actually two days before Christmas that was, like, the worst, and Christmas Eve it was, was also d- really bad. Yeah. Because, like, we were wa- my family was watching the Eagles game, and we were all like this, like, guys. My car door froze at work, and my co-worker's car door handle just broke off when she tried to open her door. And she had to Uber oh, home. No. <gasps> no, yeah. It was crazy, oh, actually. My God. <laughs> Sick and twisted. Sick my car almost didn't start. Like, my, like, yeah. You know, when you turn on your car and it's like, you're like, oh. She's like, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Berta was giving very much that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My house also needs new windows. That does not help the cause because, literally, like, the back half of our house, like, the wind was like hitting the back half of our house. And so if you were sitting anywhere, like, in the back half you were just like freezing um yeah it's so cold in my house actually to this day it was dark-sided actually it's gotten better no because now i feel like it's like now that it's like back to like a normal winter temperature i go outside and i'm like oh this is delightful it's so warm no literally (laughs) like (laughs) i'm toasty up (laughs) yeah um and also something about the winter like when the sun is like really strong and like it makes your car really hot i love it yeah um anyway um but that was kind of my birthday um and it's very fun i've been so scared ever since actually (laughs) um just because it's like actually um not like i just realized that this is such maybe such the reason this year or not this year but this time of the year always feels so weighty is because Mm -hmm. like all the stuff happens like now like all these new beginnings happen like for me specifically at this time because so like yeah my birthday and then mm-hmm. three days later what do we have the winter solstice oh which is also yeah. a very charged day yeah a and portal then, you could say literally and then what <laughs> a week and a half later we have the new year yeah so but it's a lot yeah it's just a very like that, that's something i'm realizing this year i'm like oh there's a lot of like stuff this time, both like, you know, physical and metaphysical that makes this an energetically very like charged time. Yeah, totally get that. And so that's helping me to cope with all my feely wheelies. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know, um, now if I still feel this way next June, we're going to have to find another way to rationalize it. But anyway, <laughs> um, 
Oh, okay, yeah. And um, yeah. Also, uh, I was talking to Becca about this, but my friend Corey has been in town. Um, mm-hmm. he came and spent Christmas with my family, which is really fun. Um, he also listens occasionally, or not occasionally, he listens consistently. It was Thank I was talking to him about his listening patterns because he's like oh like some weeks i won't catch the episode and then like some weeks i'll listen to it and i was like that's weird to me because like i'm always trying to like catch up on my podcasts yeah maybe just because i'm a completionist like at heart yeah like i gotta it feels like missing an episode in the in a season of tv yeah like you can't put all the pieces together but some people watch tv like that well that's true psychotic i think yeah (laughs) well (laughs) <laughs> anyways um but yeah it's been really nice because it's like a lot i don't know if you feel this way i actually wanted to get your opinion on this because you are also famously one of two children but i yeah. think it might be different for you because of your family dynamic but do you find it nice to like have somebody to bounce off of when you're at home yeah it can be yeah because you all, I, I realize must also be different because your parents like aren't together anymore, obviously. Um, right. And so there's not that same like dynamic. But I like, I kept thinking about like, oh, if I didn't have Corey here, then like nobody would be here because my brother didn't come home for the holidays this year. Um, And I was like, that would have been a little tough. Oh. Just because like, not, not like, because, you know, it's just nice to have somebody your age to like bounce off of. Not any, not because like anything specifically my parents have done or anything, but like, I don't mm-hmm. know. They're just, there is something to that of like having some, somebody else around. Yeah, for sure. You know, comforting. It must be what it feels like to be an only child. Y'all are under a lot of pressure, only children out there. Oh yeah. That's a lot. I couldn't deal with that personally. Yeah. And maybe that's it because I've just been part of like, you know, a two child dynamic my whole life that I'm just like. Mm-hmm. I can't stand to be alone or not. What's your brother doing? He's he like got set up with his new job. And so he just started his new job. So he can't really like take time off. So. Oh, he can't handle the pressure of it. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was American. Uh, it's fucked American up. Top model quoting. It's yeah, fucked up. No. He has to miss one of his friend's wedding. Like one of his friends are getting married on. Oh. He was supposed to be in the wedding and his friends are getting married on like near New Year's and. Can't oh go God. home for it. Is it a corporate job? No. Okay. He's caddying, but it's like a really, it's a, it's a, um, it's like a busy week for them in the year. Mm. Okay. Well, good and on I him. I assume since it is the holidays, many other people have taken off who worked there longer than him and were able to get like conflict in and stuff. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, guys. Great point. Anyway. Sacrifices. Sacrifices. Um, but yeah, it's been nice to have my friend in town. Um, but Becca, yeah, what is even going on with you? Hmm. Well, I will tell a little tale from my Christmas. Okay, I would love to hear it. Which was well, it was nice. Also, my brother actually came home from Arizona, so he's been. <gasps> yes, around. I was about to ask That's about been Evan. Nice. Evan so, Hobart, I, one of the ultimate enigmas. Yeah, no one knows anything about him, including me. <laughs> you didn't even so know he was coming home he just showed up yeah boom oh hi boom. oh hey, hey whoa hey dude in my house. hey dude hey dude um <laughs> no but he's staying at my dad's and i've been staying at my mom's recently so i'm still not really seeing him much but that's fine mm. <laughs> they do live a mile away after all so it's not too far 
So guys, when you're um, in suburbia, a mile is like a really far distance, actually. Yeah, it's hard. It's like, it takes like a minute and a half to drive there. I know. And you're like, well, <laughs> it's like too long to walk. Guys, actually, we need to establish that like when something's too long to walk, but too short to drive, you just can't go there. It's humiliating. Yeah. Like I always said, like um, Craig Street in Pittsburgh is a great example in North Oakland. Craig Street. Over on Carnegie Mellon's campus, there's like that yeah. bookstore there. Like except I would walk there because my nail my nail lady was there. Oh, see, you had like a specific reason. Yeah, I had And that to. lady did your nails so good. So you had yeah, to you're right. you know. <laughs> I had to and book so it. <laughs> but like for me who didn't have any business over there, it was like I never went over there because it's like too short to like get in my car and drive, mm-hmm. but also like too long to like walk like the 15, 20 minutes it would be. And so Yeah. Just wouldn't go. Good. Yeah. Well, I did also anyway. used to go to that Starbucks sometimes when Starbucks was giving employees a free drink and a free food every day. And I used to sneak on over to that one and also get a second free drink and free food every day, which I've been told explicitly was not allowed, but that's okay. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> who <Unionized>. cares? <laughs> who gives a care? I don't mm-hmm. work there anymore. Um, um but yeah. So anyway, but anyways, what was happening oh, at Christmas? Yeah, yeah. On Christmas. So Cousin Ryan is obviously a big, big character in the podcast realm. A theme. A theme. A running a motif. Theme. <laughs> a life lesson, if you will. <laughs> um, and yeah, actually, so, okay. So my aunt is kind of protective over Ryan because one of her two children, you know, yada, yada. Um, so she was like, okay, guys, this time at Christmas, we're not gonna play um any other games other than the game left right center oh which are you're familiar i haven't i've never played left right center we do have a set of it that's been sitting in my family's living room because it randomly came home with the things my dad took when my grandfather died (laughs) um and so like my grandfather just had a yeah, one of my family heirlooms from my grandfather is a, a mint um, condition. Left, right. <laughs> I wouldn't call it mint. Um, <laughs> An old dusty vintage. <laughs> Shout out to Bob. Um, um, but anyway, you could probably um, sell that on Depop for like fifty bucks. Just saying. <laughs> but <laughs> I do have this. I would never sell this because I think it's so cute. But one thing my dad did give me for my grandfather is he had a little um bank um that's like a USPS like blue postal box. That's Aww. sitting on my dresser right now. And I put his um I put his little funeral prayer card in the thing. So Aww. um so yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. Anyway, left, right, wow. center, cousin Ryan. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um because <laughs> me finding apparent... new and inventive ways to make Becca's story about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Dead no. grandfather. But a bang, bada boom, bada freaking bow. Um anyway. And so I said to him, I said, ma'am, but so, but because apparently every other game starts too much drama. Well, let it, it, it was not to my surprise that somehow drama was found in left, right, center because, and I do blame Aunt D in some reasons because she upped the stakes. She said, we're not going to play with our silly little tokens or coins. We're going to play with real dollars. We're putting money in it. 
Exactly. So the winner so has Aunt a chance D. to win up to thirty dollars. Yeah. Aunt oh D. my Andy. <laughs> Andy, we yeah, need to yeah, talk yeah. because yeah, yeah. First of all, anytime you gamify anything, it's going to be competitive. It's going to be competitive. Be drama. And that's drama. Co- competition mm-hmm. is inherently dramatic. Like yeah, it's something I've learned. Why from every do you think the only thing that's TV on show. TV is like game shows? Like exactly. Yeah. So I think she knew what she was doing deep inside her. And her. And then you're going to get money involved, which is another oh, thing. That reality TV has taught me is really dramatic, is adding also, babe, money. <laughs> we're in America. What is this country about? This? Moolah. Yeah, moolah. Mm-hmm. Dinero. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Um, and so you're, make, you're now making people crazy. <laughs> you drive me loca. Okay. That's what I would say to Auntie so far. Okay. Well, we'll see what she does from here. She she remained a good player, fair, and honestly, she did not try to defend Ryan throughout this. <laughs> Basically, um, we were playing, and everything was normal, and then Ryan started being like, ha, 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 you guys are getting out so fast. He, he, ha, I'm going to win. And oh. so, of course, automatically, yeah, because of everyone's history with Ryan, um, everyone then starts <laughs> gunning for Ryan. It's just so easy. He makes himself a target by being so annoying in in com- competitions. It's just true. So we all start, like, kind of ganging up on him. You can't really in left, right, center because it's totally luck-based. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're all, like, rooting for him to lose because he's being so annoying Mm -hmm. and the fucker ends up winning oh my god and he was he he literally grabs all the money like takes it and is like fuck you fuck you guys he's bogan i won i won (laughs) (laughs) he pussy popped all over the kitchen floor (laughs) it was crazy he's doing dips and flips (laughs) (laughs) dips and flips and tricks Um, (laughs) and then we're like, okay, Ryan, well, we're going to play another game. Like, do you want to give back, like, some of the money, some of the dollars so we can play again? <laughs> no. And he, li- he literally goes, no. And I had to look him in the eyes and say, Ryan, it is Christmas Eve. Have you ever watched A Christmas Carol? <laughs> Let this be a lesson to you all. I was like, you're not going to share the money on Christmas Eve? On Christmas Eve, you're not going to share the money? Uh-huh. And he literally refused until finally he took $9, gave the rest back, and then set up a game. I think I like he twisted nine. our like... minds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, interesting, right? An interesting amount of money. <laughs> this is also an interesting point. Then his ex-girlfriend, who was there... Because one time he was straight. Okay, that was that was what I was saying. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That's why I had to like take a second. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like okay, because now because now everything I think about him is wrong. But okay, yeah. okay. So now everything but I think about right. him is like that he was being right. right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His ex girlfriend won the rest of the money, but she was really nice about it, so we let her keep it. But he still screamed at us, "Fuck you guys! The alliance has won." So now Ryan's playing chess and y'all are playing checkers. (laughs) He's playing chess and y'all are playing left, right, center. (laughs) 
<laughs> he is somehow two steps ahead, but three steps behind. Yeah. Um, but basically, I say all this to say, Ryan was very much in his Scrooge era. He very <laughs> much is always in his Scrooge era, in my opinion. Dang. So I will be accepting comment corners for ways to sabotage and or get back to him. Get back, get back to him. <laughs> Give me ways to reach out to him. Mm. <laughs> no, but um, I feel like I, I don't know. Stealing his money is too obvious. Yeah. I've really been like, I've really been trying. I've really been trying to understand the idea of like a psychic attack. I know we joke about it on this mm. podcast, but like most things in my life, it starts as a joke, but then it becomes a thing I believe. Right. And like now I'm trying to think less negatively because I'm like, I fear I might may be inadvertently sending like psychic attacks. And like something I know mm. about myself is that I am divinely protected. And so I imagine the psychic attacks I send must be powerful. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I think about this a lot, Quinn, actually. Because I, I want to be a being of love and light. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Because I think we are we are cut from the same cl- divine cloth. Uh-huh, exactly. Um, and, oh, it's it's a little scary to think, yeah, every time I get really angry, which in my head is so often, uh-huh. <laughs> um, am I really going to ruin that person's day and or life? Yeah. And or life path? Here I have the power to do that, but I can't, like... <laughs> It's something you can't harness. It's like, you know, you don't want to harness it because I would never want to use my powers for evil. Right. Even though sometimes it seems enticing the way y'all be testing me. Oh. The royal (sighs) y'all. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Cousin Ryan. How can we get back at Cousin Ryan? Um, For being a little Scrooge. Well, we of course have our friend Carla. Yeah. She could definitely she could do, do some, some damn. <laughs> now, you want to talk about a psychic attack? You want to talk about somebody <laughs> who is divinely protected? <laughs> in so many ways. So many ways. Carla actually. might dictate divine protection in a way. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if she had a hand in the process, actually, <laughs> of when it's all decided. <laughs> um, she is Judgment Day. Yeah, no. Love her. Love her. Love her. Love Carla. Guys. <laughs> Carla, thank you so much for coming into the studio last week too. That yeah, was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wherever you are listening to this, um, <laughs> and kisses, kisses. uh, but yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The holidays are just like, it's like, I was having. Well, first of all, I watched the movie How the Grinch Stole Christmas. First of all, I know we talk about we talked about that a couple times on the podcast. But, like, I can't overstate how much of, like, watching that movie gives me an out-of-body experience every time I do it now. Because, like, I think it might be the thing that is, like, the most nostalgic to me in my life. Like, because, like, I watch it and, like, I forget some of the scenes. And I'm like, oh, my God, that happens. And that happens. And that happens. (laughs) Like, every scene feels like, oh, my God. Like, like every scene has that power over me. And so, um, but anyway... Where was I going it's just so good. It's just yeah. so good. But anyway, it's also a genius movie. If you don't like How the Grinch Stole Christmas 2000, like, I don't know what to say to you at this point. But You know what my like... brother betrayed me as, though? What? He, like, he prefers The Grinch 2018. Yeah. Yeah. What? I've never Actually... seen. I've never seen, but I can't imagine. I saw it in being... theaters. I, I saw feel it like... in theaters, I will say. I feel like something about me. No, I feel like something about me. Any Grinch I watch at this point will never like 
supersede that. Yeah. I, I also said this week, I'm like, oh, shot for shot remake of How the Grinch Stole Christmas 2000, but I'm the Grinch. But like, perfect. <laughs> no, but I don't even think I could improve upon what Jim Carrey did. Like, I'm so in awe of that performance. And that's rare for me to say. Like, to say that yeah. somebody did something better than I could ever hope to do it. Like, that's where <laughs> coming from. Because I'm so amazing. Incredible. Um, exactly. Um, also, The Grinch, like, informed who I am a lot. Like, I was watching that and I'm like, he's so me coded. Like, I'm so Aww. Grinch coded. Like, <laughs> one of my I'm favorite so lines from watching the movie this time is when he's like going over his agenda for christmas eve and like trying to come up with the reasons why he can't go to the um hubalee and he goes mm-hmm. well tell okay. no one tell no one <laughs> that is probably my favorite line ever um uh but anyway also when he when he pulls the thing from under the table and then he has to run back and knock everything off the table yes i noticed I that one that this time so, too oh my god so no um but anyway i think it's just um the but the grinch I, I guess where i was going with this is the grinch speaks to this in a way but there's just so much like pressure around the holidays yeah and like i feel like if everybody just like calm down like just a skosh because i feel It'll like it's fine. just again it's just like the like like things only have the power you give them to a certain extent and i feel like that is very much the holidays like yeah like, if we all didn't, like, freak out so much about the holidays, they'd probably be so much less dramatic. But it is because we all, like, freak out so much about them and spend so much time thinking about them that they become, like, this thing that are, like, you know, that feels so unmanageable. Yeah. hmm I think you're right. Anyway. And so, oh, but I was watching The Grinch, and, of course, what is seminal to The Grinch, but Where Are You Christmas... Where um, are you, please? And it's all about Cindy. I really related to Cindy Lou Who when I watched this Grinch viewing because I'm like, has Christmas changed or have I? Ugh. Like, what is going on here? Um, yeah. I'm anyway, <sighs> kind of the segues holidays. into our topic for today. <laughs> but anyway, um, before we get to that, Becca, anything else to update us on? Oh, yeah. I mean, I do have that one little bullet point, um, which is basically oh, yeah. I am I am I have reentered my iPad kid era. Yeah. Where I spend all my time not at work on my little iPad mm-hmm. using my iPad pen. Drawing, sketching, sketching <laughs> um, Pinteresting, if you will, yes. Spotify, um, mood boarding. My champagne has arrived. Yes. <laughs> Slay. Slay. Becca and I are toasting. <laughs> the toast. Cheers, girl. Clink, clink. The, way mine, the way mine's blurring out. Ah. <laughs> it's not in okay. focus. It's perfect. Um delicious, actually. My brute. Trying something new. I got new this for, the for last... Christmas. Really? Yeah. Trying something new for the last show of the year. Yeah. Um, drinking. Yeah. So what are you like particularly inspired by on your iPad right now? Well, mostly I've been working on a lot of portfolio stuff for the little last bits of my grad school applications. Oh my god. And they want to see that on yeah. the on the actual yeah, guys. program. <laughs> sorry to say, sorry to trigger anyone who is grad school era incoming for Becca thing. Hobart, I fear. <laughs> Hopefully. Cross your fingies. Um yeah. And then I'll copy her okay. and inevitably go to grad school myself. 
Quinn, I want to go to the same grad school. Oh my god. Come, 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 come. <laughs> that would be the best. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Aw, that made me so happy. Just mm-hmm. thinking about it. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> we'll see if I get him first. But um, so I've been doing a lot of, you know how I love my graphic design. Uh-huh. So I've been making a lot of like posters like graphic design posters for like songs mm-hmm. i see a lot of people do that on tiktok so i was making stuff for the florence and the machine album mm-hmm. um and pretty much i just freaking doodle my day away mm. but it's so easy to get wrapped up like in a hunched over position uh-huh. with my legs crisscrossed just staring neck down into my ipad i could mm-hmm. do that I, hours go by and i don't even realize it yeah and it hurts my body actually yeah mm-hmm. but i love yeah, it yeah it's honestly crazy how media can just like how we've just created these things so we can just spend all our time on yeah and like not get bored yeah um and find like other things boring um like it, it pains me how much i'm like not reading right now um, but I can't like bring myself to read because like anything going on my phone is like more interesting. But it's also not at the same mm-hmm. time, you know? No, yeah. It's crazy. Like at least you're kinda like doing something. Like <laughs> Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just like I it gets to like be seven PM and I'm like, so what did I do today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, it's bad. It's yeah, bad. It's tough. It's tough existing yeah. is what I'm starting to learn. Um <laughs> well. Quinn, maybe that's something that we could, I don't know, like work on. Like, and I don't know. What's that coming up? What is that? What is, oh. Oh, it's going to be a new year. Yeah, the new year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 2013. I'm really excited <laughs> for it, actually. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> well, guys, let's not, let's not jump the gun here. Um, Beck and I are going to take a little break and we'll be right back to get into our topic for today. <laughs> Guys, I'm scared. Ah! Hi. Um, perfect. Batty. Hi. Is that what you did? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. No, I was quoting lines from How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and my dad was like, what is that? And I was like, what, is, <laughs> what do you mean, actually? Um, How could you say that to me? Isn't it, darling? Completely <laughs> handmade. Also, Molly Shannon as so, Cindy Lou Who's yeah. mother. Anyway. Slid. Like, you got <laughs> Molly Shannon playing, like, be- you got Molly Shannon in, like, deep supporting... That's how you know they're icons in the movie, actually. Uh, anyway. Because who could be above her, actually? Actually, oh, yeah. Christy Baranski. Um, and so, anyway. um, But, yeah, it's our last show of the year. Only a couple days left in the year when you're hearing this. Um, and so, I know in my life, I'm a very reflective person. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, I've had my journaling practice this year, so that's allowed for a lot of reflection but I've, i feel like i've always been kind of like a very reflective person um okay. and so i have kind of been taking this time like before christmas and 
even into now, I've been taking the time to kind of like really think about like, because I don't know for whatever reason, this, I obviously talked in the first segment about this being kind of a charged time and me realizing that. And so now Mm -hmm. I'm like, why don't I kind of lean into that? And like, I'm very much the person who's like, oh, why do you need to wait for something to like an arbitrary like day of like New Year's Day to like start something? But Mm -hmm. I'm also like, girl, if you need an arbitrary day, take it. Use it. Yeah, use and it. so may, I'm it's like, I'm like, let me step in to using an arbitrary day to like <laughs> decide I'm going to change my life. Because you um, know what it is, corny. Yeah. When? Oh my god. <laughs> also, guys, <laughs> the amount of times, the amount of times I have said this week alone, oh, well, being corny is in after seeing something corny. Astronomical, actually. It's actually astronomical, <laughs> and it helps me cope with the world a little bit. So it's so much. I thank Becca and myself for giving me that gift. Um, (laughs) So true. Life has been so much easier since then. But I did want to take today's episode to kind of talk about our 2022 and look forward Mm -hmm. to 2023. Mm -hmm. So, Becca, I guess I will start with asking you kind of what your relationship is to the new year, the new beginnings. Like, do you, you, are you usually like a resolutions oriented person? Do Mm -hmm. you like, what's your whole deal much like you I feel like I am very reflective um Mm. the past few years I do on New Year's Eve I do a nice little journaling thing about my year and you know Mm -hmm. and I also get to look at because I've done this for a few years now so I actually have some results that are interesting but I do a tarot spread for myself (gasps) at the beginning of each year for the year wait and it kind of slays it kind of serves and every single one i've done so far i've found to be like really truthful in a lot of ways especially with like months and how they correlate with themes like i'm like whoa yeah i see that Mm -hmm. so proving i've always i'm psychically always right Uh uh-huh um and yeah i i don't know i just like I do love the new year. I I am one of those people who that arbitrary thing like does really help me for a little new bit. New year, new me. Me, exactly. But I can also admit when a year, maybe it's not going to be my best year. Like mm. 2022, I knew it wasn't going to be all that. Mm. I knew it. Yeah. But just like I knew in 2014, this is my year. That is the last <laughs> time I said that. I said this is my year in 2014. I was right. I was fucking uh-huh. right. I am saying that about 2023. I feel really? it in my bones. I feel it in my bones, babe. Oh my god. Golden year. Golden year for me, I think. That's why. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I don't think that way oh. about it. Like I've never gone into a year being like, now this is my year. Um it's ultimate corny, Quinn. You're missing yeah, out, I fear. <laughs> But do it when it comes that. to you. Do it when it yeah, comes to you. Don't force yeah, it. I'm not feeling 2023. Um, okay. and I guess the seg. I guess the segues into now that we know that talking about mm-hmm. 2022 in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like the the my theme of 2022. Looking back, in a word, change. Oh yeah, a lot changed this year. Mm-hmm. Something shifted. Um, but yeah, I um. I've been reflecting on ever since I graduated like college obviously it's interesting mm-hmm. because when you go um like obviously school is kind of like mandated from the time you're five to the time you're 18 yeah. um so it's like 12 13 years that you're in school and then 
what most people do is they just go straight and do another four years of schooling. Mm-hmm. Um, which now that I've done it is kind of sick and twisted and demented, actually, how <laughs> we do that and how we yeah. say, okay, 18 year old, <laughs> make a decision about what you want to do for the rest of your life, actually. Yeah. And I was literally but just now... talking to my friend Corey about this. Um, I knew nothing at 18. Like, like I knew I had nothing. just bleached my hair. I killed so many brain cells, guys. And you asked me to make the biggest decision of my life. No, because and and Corey was talking about how he, you know, he went into college thinking he was going to be one thing, and then now at the end of his college experience, he's going to be like something completely different. And it feels like a betrayal to your past self, which sometimes I do feel like I betray my past self sometimes. But then. Like inner child, past self, all that kind of stuff. We also need to like realize, I feel like sometimes your past self didn't know shit about shit. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. And like there needs to be like like it's so painful to like let go of that expectation and you feel like there's like a pain in that. But it's also like okay, like that's good actually. Mm-hmm. Like it's good yeah. that you like realize that you didn't like something, like that you didn't want to be a lawyer or you didn't want to be a physicist like it's good you realize that now and like it's weird that we feel such like a betrayal like I'm not Mm -hmm. like for instance there was a time in my life where I thought I wanted to be like one of those people who's like playing a principal role on Broadway eight times a week right and now I'm like no I don't want to do that sounds great thing to realize and like not (laughs) what I want to do like I don't want to be like I don't know I mean like I would say if like the right project came along like when people talk to me about it now but like mm-hmm. i don't want to be in like another jukebox musical <laughs> of you know Fair enough like i don't want to be in the neil diamond jukebox musical i'm sure it's good i'm sure people are doing amazing work in it but like the britney spears jukebox musical though no. i will sign up for for the rest of my life yeah i would do 30 shows a week yeah of that for the rest of my life yeah. um, but like i don't like i don't want to be in that like or the Jim Steinman jukebox musical Bad Out of Hell 30 shows a week for the rest of my life as well but like um good, I don't know good. it's just like you you just like learn what you actually want to do as you go on mm-hmm. and so it's not like it's not a betrayal to like just pivot in a way you know oh yeah and no. it's weird because sometimes you battle the thing of like oh am I just giving up but no you're just like Honestly, do you ever have a hard time like trusting yourself that you're making like the right decision? Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah, I totally get I I feel like part of that is also because the way I don't know, the way we are brought up and the way school kind of teaches you how to be, it's very much like you need to be one thing. Yes. Like you are a doctor. Mm-hmm. But it's like I, you can also do tons of stuff. Yeah. And like you don't have to choose sometimes. And it's hard you know, now like, because, yeah, because especially in, like, Becca, we want to do, like, theater, entertainment, like, whatever, mm-hmm. um, but, like, something in that realm. And now it's, like, you kind of have to do a bunch of different things. Yeah. And in I love that, that industry. Yes, and right. I like it, too. But it's, like, mm-hmm. you can't just be, like, an actor anymore. Yeah, no. It's not cutting it. You can't it. just be a singer. Like, that's, like, what, what do you gonna... mean? You're going to... You're gonna have to at least have a podcast for sure. Like you're gonna yeah, exactly. So like we ha- gonna... we have our bases covered. <laughs> yeah, but it's Obviously. like it's like if you're if you want to be a performer, like can you write your own stuff? Can you? Yeah. Can you sing? Can you like like all this other stuff goes into it now, and yeah. um, which is good in some ways, not good in other ways, and so um, 
but yeah, that's it, it, it's such an interesting like thing. Like it's two things coming together, which I'm starting to realize are like a lot of the time enemies in my life, like nostalgia, like the past and like expectation. Like the fact mm-hmm. that those two things like combine to create like such like anxiety in your internal yeah. self is like a scary thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 2022 Whoa. for me to get back to that yeah, um, yeah. was just like, it's just immense change because you live your whole life like as like a student. And I live my whole life honestly being defined by like my, mostly by my academic achievement. I feel like I started to like, release myself from that a little bit towards the end of my academic career but it was still very much there I still worked very hard in Mm -hmm. like my classes in college and stuff I graduated with like um I hope this doesn't sound douchey but like I graduated with a good GPA but I just say it to like think like lately I've been thinking like so what did I do that for like (laughs) (laughs) because like like it mattered to me so much five months ago that I got an A in all my classes my last semester of college but now I'm just like so what do I get for that yeah no I was thinking about this actually today because uh-huh. someone was I was talking to a different another pit graduate I don't even know who was a customer and Legend. they were like they were like for some reason they asked did you graduate with honors and I was like oh baby with highest <laughs> summa yeah, summa actually, summa cum laude. And they were like, nice, me too. And I was like, so why does it matter that to that guy? But also, it matters to me. Yeah. <laughs> so much actually that yeah. I I did have to tell him, yeah, I did. Yeah. And like and yeah, I don't get anything for that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, applying for grad school like great. Yeah. But other than that, it doesn't really matter in the world. Mhm. Yeah, it's interesting. It's crazy. It's an interesting thing. But now mm-hmm. that I'm like, it, it's so interesting because now that I'm like not like a student anymore, it's just like, it's interesting. It's like, what do I do now? It's like, that's yeah. that's kind of the fucked up thing also about like how we do schooling is that we like let people be this thing for literally like 20 years of their life. And then um, like a quarter of most people's lives, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then we go, okay, well, do something else (laughs) have fun (laughs) find something else to do right now or else you'll be out on the street you'll starve Mm -hmm. and then you'll die yep like that (laughs) like what the fuck man (laughs) like that was crazy yeah it escalates so quickly in the literalist like the realest way i can say that um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh but yeah and so i feel like 2022 was kind of just confronting that change um and so yeah it's just and i'm still getting kind of used to the whole change thing and i think it will still be like a kind of 2023 2023 will kind of be more about learning how to like cope with it and Mm. kind of hopefully move towards not the end of the change there is no end to change really but like kind of going towards the next phase if that makes sense yeah lovely Mm -hmm. so do you have like a specific result is like is like adapting your kind of resolution do you set no not really i have some like um i have some other kind of something else i didn't notice in 2022 is that 
I kind of like when you're faced with adversity, you have a couple of different options, right? And so in like a binary way, it's like you can either like handle it. Well, I guess not in a binary way, but like you can handle it. You can complain about it. You can blah, blah, blah. And so most of the time I handle things, but I feel like this year I really allowed myself to like be so negative about the circumstances I was facing. Mm. And I'm not like generally a very negative person. And I feel like it's I'm getting towards the end of it where I'm like, okay, I have to find some different way to operate. Yeah. Because like I just don't want to be ne- like I just don't thrive off negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody does. And like, especially yeah. me, I do not thrive off of negativity. Especially um, beings of the light. Yes, but I've just felt like so negative lately. And I think it is just a reflection of like, because I don't know where I'm going. And so like, I have like this internal anxiety about that. And so mm-hmm. I've just been externalizing it as like negative energy. Um, Quinn, and so totally... I totally get this. Yeah. And I so, feel like part of me has soured. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And I think it does. Like, it, like there is definitely a death of innocence kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that yeah. is a part of your 20s. I mean, I've talked about, like, on this podcast, how I feel like, like, every time I think about being a child, I get, like, really upset. Like, because it's like it it sucks because yeah. like like when they say like and 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 it sucks like as twenty two year olds to be like saying this but like there is some truth to like saying like youth is wasted on the young because it's mm-hmm. like you don't know how to appreciate it when you're you don't know how to appreciate being a five year old when you're five years old literally and like yep. as a twenty two year old I don't know how to appreciate being a twenty two year old really like mm-hmm. which is fucked to say and so maybe yeah stepping into that more in twenty twenty three. Can be a little yeah. bit of a goal. But one one specific kind of resolution that I have come up with you with that is kind of like instead of like getting like negative about like when I'm like when I'm faced with a situation, like mm-hmm. being negative about it isn't gonna like help. Mm-hmm. And so like today, for example, I had to pick my aunt up for the airport because she came into town and I had an appointment and I was like, oh my god i'm gonna and so she was late coming out of the airport because you Mm -hmm. know whatever circumstance and i was like oh well now i'm gonna miss this appointment and it was like like why am i being so negative about something that's not like so far out of my control yeah um and so i think a tool i'm going to try to use in the new year to like help combat negativity is gratitude and so yes I think I want to find things because I, I always find that gratitude makes me feel better. Um, and I really mm-hmm. like expressing gratitude and like doing that. And um, so I think that's kind of a practice I want to put into motion this year is instead of like going to negative, which I feel like I have defaulted to a lot this year and which is quite easy to default to just in the grand scheme of things. I want to try to like pick out something I'm grateful for instead and let that kind of be the narrative as opposed to negativity. I love that, Quinn. Yeah. I think you're the smartest person that's ever lived. I think that's so sometimes grateful too. to have you. <laughs> and then other times I think I'm literally the dumbest person to ever walk the earth. I think I'm, I'm so the dumbest person for to ever drag my knuckles across the earth. <laughs> drag my knuckles. Like the basic Nord, little ape. Nord. Like the basic little ape I am at the end of the day. Ah, be grateful, be grateful. Um, be, be grateful. I'm grateful for my big brain. And I'm grateful for my long arms that sometimes drag on the ground when I walk. Um, I develop prefrontal cortex. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. Um, that's awesome but yeah that's kind of like what I think 
like like big themes of 2023 gratitude Mm -hmm. like that's kind of the main theme of 2023 going into it now i'm hopping on board with you quinn yeah i think yeah i i definitely like i said i feel like part of myself has soured Uh uh-huh and i don't know like i think i'm still i think i'm a nice person Uh uh-huh but i remember one time my old roommate anna said to me she was like I was walking down the street and I was like, man, I wish I could be as happy and nice as Becca. And I was like, Aww. oh my gosh, how meaningful. Yeah. And I feel like I've gotten away from the part of me that, and it probably is like also an innocence thing, like you said, mm-hmm. but I definitely, I mean, we as a world have gone through so much, like yes. a whole ass mm-hmm. pandemic, so yeah. much, like so much shit. I spend so much time on TikTok, like wasting my brain away. Mm-hmm. I want to be more present and I want <sighs> to be more grateful mm-hmm. and I want to obey the time limits I set for the apps on my phone. <laughs> and I want to look Read up me, and I want to like, <laughs> it's, it's both of us. Both. Uh-huh. Both. Both. Um, and I, yeah, I want to like let myself be happy. Because yeah. sometimes when I'm like, I don't know, especially at work, especially now dealing with the demons. Yes. I'm like, man, I really was treated badly by that person. I like want to be angry. But it's like, okay, you can do that and you can get angry. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of wasted on someone who also doesn't care. Mm-hmm. So it's so much easier just to be like, whatever. That was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> and it's also something if you didn't confront it in the moment, well, now the moment's passed exactly like why and it's like that's something else like that's something else in my life i need to work on like saying when i'm like upset and uncomfortable and like actually Mm -hmm. advocating for myself in those moments in like a in like a constructive way and not in a way where i'm like blowing up because i've just had so much because that's the Mm -hmm. other negative part of doing that but like you can't expect to be like 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 you can't expect to be like oh hey this thing you did six months ago actually really hurt my feelings yeah and have the person be like (laughs) I'm sorry like that's a crazy thing to ask of somebody even if they were a huge asshole to you and so like it just uh, the responsibility ultimately falls on you Mm -hmm. to deal with it and that's and that's Mm -hmm. also part of life something I said today is like it sucks because sometimes things happen to you that are so outside of your control but they're ultimately still your responsibility to deal with literally like like it's 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 yeah yeah Um, sometimes when my blood sugar goes high i want to throw away chloe i want to throw her away yeah you're like shut up listen (laughs) i'm like shut the fuck up her fucking beeping but yeah this like shitty thing happened but i am alive and i yeah. get to deal with it like mm-hmm. oh my god what what a gift right yeah that's one of the things i said to myself today when i was like frustrated about like being late to my appointment which ultimately i was only five minutes late for which is another thing sometimes right. you make these like huge things up in your head and then you're it's only totally five fine. minutes late for your appointment like it's like, totally fine exactly um, but that's the other thing is sometimes like like chloe when she's screaming at you to like yeah fix your blood sugar is only trying mm-hmm. to help you but like exactly. that's another thing about being in like the negative space is that when people are trying to help you 
you're like you guards can't. are so up that you can't yep. accept it and you get mad at somebody for like suggesting that you should do something differently from how you're doing it yep um yeah which i've definitely felt like what whatever anybody editorializes on my life i'm like oh come off it man <laughs> how but dare also, like, yeah like i need a lot of help right now like, <laughs> yeah you're probably right like i need a lot of help right now and they're probably right and that's probably what i'm actually upset with that like mm-hmm. somebody actually knows something about my life that maybe i don't know that's also um, a thing i think like because because and we joke about this all the time we don't want to be wrong oh yeah so it's like admitting like that you can do something to like help yourself mm-hmm. and like you can like brush away just being like upset is so it it like requires action of your brain and like uh, some sort of admittance that like you maybe were wrong about something yeah you have to be vulnerable you have to be yeah. vulnerable and yep. like you have to say i fucked up here yeah and also something i realized today is also that like or something that i was talking about today is that um it's interesting because, like, I'll sit and, like, like my friend today was, like, I don't know where to start. Like, he was talking about something and he was, like, I don't know where to start. And mm-hmm. one of the best pieces of advice I ever received, I was sitting in my freshman year biology class in high school. And oh. my biology teacher says, well, if you don't know where to start, just start somewhere. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, kind of a simple thing. But, like, he just meant that, like, like when you like are like like if you have to start a paper for school or something mm-hmm. and you're like oh, well what am i gonna write about blah, blah, blah. like getting caught up in that just paralyzes you and you're like exactly you stuck in this feedback loop where you can't start it like physically you can't start it because you're just having this such a maladaptive pattern where it's like oh i can't i don't have anything to say i don't but like if you just started it and then literally if two seconds later you make a mistake and you're like, oh, that didn't work, then at least you have some kind of momentum to like keep going. Whereas like yeah. otherwise you're just sitting there like paralyzed in fear. Like, yep. and, I, and then I said, sometimes we don't even give ourselves the opportunity to fail. Yeah. Like we're so afraid we're of failure. Of- we don't even give ourselves the opportunity to try and then fail. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why the fuck not? Like, why do we like hold ourselves back so much? Like literally. It's like fear. It it comes down to fear ultimately, I feel. But like, I don't know. It's like No, I think you're right. And it's also like I get mad because it's like I've never like I wrote it I was reading back my journals yesterday and I like wrote like I've brought myself through like most things. And I wrote a joke and I was like, everything, some people would argue. Um <laughs> like why don't I trust myself to like do it like it's like yeah it's crazy to think of how many things like because like becca and i like like i like i have a question about like top moments of the year but like you know we both graduated college this year Mm -hmm. no small feat yeah (laughs) especially with a whole ass pandemic right in the middle literally Um, and so like the fact that we did that is amazing and like we did that but like it's like it's fucked up because like you don't even give yourself like the proper credit for it and you don't give yourself like oh i did that like you don't give yourself that moment almost um yeah and like there's something and like but like like i graduated college i did all that but i don't trust myself to like i don't know figure out what comes next like something big like that or i don't trust myself to Mm -hmm. like write out an idea i have or like all that stuff like it's weird Mm -hmm. 
how you yeah. constantly have to like prove things to yourself almost it is fascinating mm-hmm. how our like egos work and stuff yeah 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 anyway but yeah. i like that you said presence as well because that is also a huge part of my personal um like and i think i think expressing gratitude will be a big part of that because it causes mm-hmm. you to be a little bit more present it you brings know? you to the moment yeah like it brings you to the moment like mm-hmm. like for instance today when my aunt's like having a hard time getting out of the airport and i'm afraid of being late to this appointment my aunt's in town i love my aunt i'm yeah. so happy she's here my cousin's here as well who i don't get to spend much time with um mm-hmm. and so i'm grateful that they're here and that i get to have this time with my family and that's something i'm grateful for and it was it was like that switch and also another thing i said is like okay no matter if i go to this appointment today or not i'm not gonna die yeah like, like i'm not gonna like my life is gonna end. <laughs> like what yeah. like no mm-hmm. um and so no, yeah overthinking um, is like so yeah. and that is so not being present overthinking mm-hmm. is the future and what if what if what if what, what if past. but it's like or the past so true even worse oh <laughs> guys think about the don't. past oh i'm i need to write something down actually <laughs> i'm leaving a hint in the podcast i'm writing something down <laughs> the past the past <laughs> oh we'll talk about the past in about three months time we'll talk about her and it won't be a, in a positive way oh Let's my say god that. oh boy oh boy remain grateful though remain grateful yeah, remain grateful for <laughs> guys remain grateful remain grateful <laughs> guys come on anyway um, um but yeah this has been so deeply philosophical babe it's a, Sagittari- <laughs> a sagittarius is on the mic like it's always oh my gonna god. be that yeah, you're so right a sagittarius rising is here something about me well. is i'm always oh my god you're sagittarius rising too yeah like something about yeah. me is that i'm always thinking <laughs> um the front of my brain is always thinking and my personality is always thinking um but yeah um okay. yeah but being more present i'm really excited um mm-hmm. i find mindfulness is a really nice way i've been getting back into like my meditation practice since being home which i don't mm-hmm. know why i like it's also weird how we like let go of things that are good for us when we're in like a time of change like like mm-hmm. why didn't i like when i was in europe experiencing all this like new stuff why didn't i like carve out time to like be mind like to practice mindfulness every day because mm-hmm. like yeah honestly like having a mindfulness practice has helped me so much in my life to be able to like step have techniques and like step back and say like take a deep breath and say okay I can do this mm-hmm. like there were times I used that but honest like as I kept going it just kept waning and waning and waning as I got further from actually practicing and mm-hmm. so it's probably part of the reason why I felt so like burned out and like like shitty and like beat up a little bit by the end of it is because like I was like I was so disconnected and I like so lost the plot a little bit um yeah that you you just it's weird how you like abandon those things that like help you you know Mm -hmm. yeah um it's like taking yourself off like your meds or something like oh it's like that like <laughs> like great. as close to yeah. as somebody who's not medicated for anything like it's it, it like that's an analogy i can use not to yeah. misappropriate or anything but like no you know, yeah anything that, that helps you kind of cope with whatever life you're living like it's like taking that out mm-hmm. um and then somehow still ex- expecting to be like successful like it's it, it, it's a weird way yeah of thinking sometimes no i totally yeah i feel mm-hmm. like i love 
I love meditating and mm-hmm. I don't do it enough. And I, I think part of that is just, well, lately, like laziness. Uh-huh. It's so much easier not to do things than to do them. <gasps> yeah. Thinking about doing things, I'm so good at actually. Actually yeah. doing things. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. A lot. A lot you're asking. <laughs> you're telling me that I have to do that actually? No. you why would I do that? But that makes another one of my goals action this year. <gasps> oh my God, Becca, we are like aligned. <laughs> we are aligned actually. I, I was like, I need I'm to write that down. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel crazy. like. Yeah, I just, I recently, I think we recently talked about how like creative projects have a shelf life, right? Uh-huh. Cause, like, I've been thinking about that literally since you said it. I've been thinking about that literally since you said it. Me too, but what have I still not done? Any of my done ideas. anything, done literally. <laughs> Becca, I will tell you that literally after you said that, I was like, oh, I should do something. And then what did I do instead? Look at my phone. Nothing. <laughs> nope. what the fuck like what the fuck actually (laughs) no it's so fucked up yeah um yeah so i think that's like really just getting the fuck off of my phone is gonna be so good (laughs) no when me richard said one day i'm gonna look up from my phone and i'm gonna see my life like she's she's sick she's sick for that actually (laughs) she's she's twisted and i'm gonna text her about it Ma'am, you need this. <laughs> you had to say it again, I heard. <laughs> yeah. Um... I heard you wanted to hit that again for emphasis. <laughs> Did you see her chicken shop date? Oh, no, I didn't. I saw she disavowed cats, which made a lot of people mad. Because <laughs> I think they expected, you know, lesbianism, cats. So it's so interconnected there. I also see that people are thinking she's romantically connected with Bo Burnham. I've heard the rumors. I've heard the rumors. I don't know. I'm not that deep into Farb culture. I'm a Punisher enjoyer. Um, but I'll have to text her about it. I'll let you guys know. I did put some questions, but then we just got off on our little on our little merry way, talking yeah. about our lives. Um so, so we kind of covered resolutions. Maybe like mm-hmm. maybe now we'll turn to some more like positive things. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want this to be a little bit positive, but then Becca and I came in with a very, like, you know, not po- not negative. Because I feel like we're contemplating just... on negativity. Yeah, it was contemplative. But anyway. um, So what are, like, I want to know, like, what are some of your best moments from this year? I was and, like, about maybe, this morning. Maybe we'll surprise, like, we'll kind of combine, like, what are some of your best moments? What are some things you're most proud of from this year? Oh, okay. okay oh, my cool. God. I just thought of an amazing one for you, actually. Oh, for me? Yes. What is it? The show, Amelia. Honestly, Becca yeah. costume designed this show at our university. <laughs> and guys, she it was literally good. chewed <laughs> so hard. Like, <laughs> she ate that. Like, it was honestly, Thank you, like, girl. Crazy. The whole production was great. The script is a little... The script of Amelia, not to my taste, to be completely honest, but... It's a little um, Democrat. Yeah, it's a, will. Bit, it's a little bit. We are feminists in this house. We believe science is real. Black lives matter. A shrimp. Fried a shrimp this fried rice. this rice. Um, the word bench looks the like word the word bed. Like a bed. <laughs> like a bed. <laughs> anyway, but 
honestly, I sometimes when the words were failing, Becca's costumes were always succeeding and always like, uh, no, I think about how you placed Periwinkle on the, um, the, uh, the, the stand list, the stand list entrant Periwinkle. Yeah. And oh, isn't it Lilac Periwinkle? Isn't it like that whole oeuvre of kind of that whole oh, like, yeah. family of hues? And that was so effective because the Amelia's were shrouded in a beautiful mm-hmm. lavender. Yep. Yep. Somewhere so twixt powerful. lavender and Periwinkle. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just, so yeah. Um, and oh, honestly, all the other stuff in the show, the stuff you built and then like the fact that you like worked with people to like build them at your small age, like such an achievement <laughs> such an achievement and such something you should be proud of thank um, you and that reminded me of another thing i wanted to say on the whole anna comment that you made about like anna liking how you're like nice and like walking down the street and like appreciative and stuff mm-hmm. is that like so often we like sometimes it's like you shouldn't base your conception off your you shouldn't base your self-conception off the thoughts of others and you shouldn't rely on yeah. others for your own self-conception but then there's mm-hmm. also this kind of like dichotomy where sometimes people do see us in a way that we don't see ourselves right and sometimes seeing ourselves through other people's eyes can be so helpful for our own self-image oh definitely so i really appreciate those comments from you yeah and so becca one thing i'm like becca should be proud of off the bat amelia thank you and i was early uh-huh. in the year relatively yeah no, First I was half. definitely going to mention that. It was mm-hmm. it was like a big part of my year. It was really affirming when like people who I respect in the department were coming up to me and being like you've done amazing. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Whoa." Mm-hmm. And it was very much and not that I wasn't proud of the drag seat or anything. Oh yeah. But I th- I think like uh when I like kind of was deciding like what would I want to study more, especially thinking about grad school? Uh-huh. I was like, something about directing does not like I ha I, I feel like I would have to be inspired by something immediately. Like I'm not inspired by directing and then could direct anything. Whereas I feel like I feel the I, same way about it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I would need to like love and have a vision already for something and then do it. Mm-hmm. Whereas like costume design you could hand me anything like any script and i would be like let's do it you you see you know? the people in the costumes right yeah like it just i think there's like more of a spark there uh-huh um and it was very affirming for me this year when i was i don't know that show went really well mm-hmm. and i was proud of it and it's also it, it was all period which like something else yeah like, yep crazy to pull was, off yeah period but also like bringing in modernity yeah it was um, it was interesting but yeah i i did love doing that um give me some more what else was becca proud of i was proud of graduating college yes i Same. was yes good job quinn <laughs> i was proud of going out of the country by myself mm-hmm. for the first time i had never yeah. flown by myself and then i was leaving the country for the first time that was so fun um um and then i'm proud even though it's like a part-time job mm-hmm. i'm so proud i got promoted like i'm a really hard worker yeah and you know i proved to myself even even in retail babe 
like whatever I do, I'm gonna Excel really at. work hard at it. Yeah. So it's just what you that's do. good. It's it simply is. So mm. it's good to know about myself. And also my mom was always whenever she worked at Dorney Park, the amusement park by her house when she was sixteen. Mm-hmm. And she became the manager of the the gift store of when she Dorney was sixteen. Park. <laughs> of Dorney Park. Of the park. And the she general manager. The mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but she like managed the gift shop when she was sixteen. And it's something I've always respected about her mm-hmm. is how hard she worked. And like, mm-hmm. it, like I meet people randomly at Ulta customers who have like the same job at email address that my mom had uh-huh. anyway. And I like, I'm like, do you know Julia Hobart? And they're like, she was the best. I love her so much. What icon, a great woman. Icon, icon, uh, uh, icon, icon. 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 <laughs> exactly. And I feel like I have really made my parents proud this year, which Aww. is something I'm proud of. Oh my God. Yeah. Why am I actually going to cry? Don't. It's so nice. <laughs> it's like earnestly so nice. Like, I know, like, yeah. Yeah. They're proud of me, which is good. Yeah. Ryan, on the other hand. <laughs> He was pissed off at me so many times this year. I can't even describe. I can't even describe. Every week. Every week. week, Tell a hater what's new. Um, Yeah. But those are my main things. Yeah. Um, Quinn, I'm so curious of what you're proud of. Oh, my gosh. I I have a big one for you. What is it? It's going to be the obvious one. It's going to be the obvious one, which is. Freaking exploring the world. Oh my God. Yeah. Bursting out of the bubbles and just be like meeting friends wherever you go. Uh-huh. And just being just being the greatest person that you anyone could ever meet <laughs> off the street. Yeah. It's been a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. It is it is like a weird it's always a weird thing to think about because it's like I did it. Mm-hmm. And so people are always like, like, it's always people are like, oh my God, it's so cool that you did that. And I'm like I don't know. It's just kind of become like this thing that I did. But again, it's like not practicing like the thing of like recognizing myself in a way mm-hmm. um, because it is like a big fucking thing I did and a big risk I took. And like, you know, and I was, yeah. you know, I slayed at it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I fear. And yeah, like there were parts <laughs> of it that weren't perfect. There were parts of it that suck. There were parts of it that, you know, didn't live up to my expectations. But there was also like so many things that, um, were so cool and so many things that completely changed how I look at the world. And um, I am really proud of myself for going and doing it and like figuring it all out. And I'm going to do something <laughs> like it again. Um, and mm-hmm. it, it it's interesting because now that like I have been through it, I'm like now dealing with like the fear of doing it again almost, <laughs> um, which right. is very real. Um, but it's like it, it again. It's that thing where it's like I can do it. Like I can do it yeah. if I really want to do it. Um, mm-hmm. and that's the other thing that it's taught me is like you can have what you want. I honestly, I often yes. think, I often think about a line from the movie Halloween Town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm with you already. Said by Agatha Cromwell, mm-hmm. known by her friends and family as Aggie, yeah. played by Debbie Reynolds. Yeah, late great. She said, "Magic is about." knowing what you want and letting yourself have it like what like i'm so glad i heard that as a child 
like that's crazy like I, I didn't even it's one of those things that like stuck with me and then like i haven't watched a halloween town movie in 10 years but like i randomly oh. thought about it like a year or two ago and i'm like that's so true like and it's such mm-hmm. a cool way to think about magic because it's then it's like magic is totally real yes exactly i really have a pencil case here that says magic is totally real oh my god bro magic is real but like if you think of magic in that context like it is real yeah no i've been thinking about also this quote i don't even know who it's from but i've been hearing it a lot recently is if you didn't desire something oh sorry if you desire something or you want something it cannot be out of the realm of possibilities mm. right like you only desire things that are like possible uh-huh that is so cool yeah so, like if you desire something it is it can happen and you can uh-huh. do it yeah you can bring it <gasps> maybe that's i want to get into manifesting more this year me too like speaking things into existence i used to be such in 20 the summer of 2018 i don't know what happened energetically but <laughs> i could think about something and it would appear in front of me no because sometimes i do have manifestational abilities i talked about how i'm a clothing manifester yeah <gasps> i manifested yet another piece of clothing and i actually didn't buy it and i'm thinking about going back and trying to get it i hope you do um but anyway i was a little trigger shy because i felt yeah. a little let's say with me now poor at the time <laughs> <laughs> um, poor <laughs> Fucking poor. Um, but okay. uh, as my guys, one thing they don't talk about: being unemployed is all fun and games until you realize you don't have an income, and you're like, "Whoa, who That's did that?" Fucked up, actually. <laughs> um, anyway, um, what were we even talking about? It's getting from my yeah, phone. you're wait, oh, your things your I'm proud moments. of. So yeah, obviously yeah. the trip I'm so proud of. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen parts of the world that like nobody else I know has seen, and mm-hmm. nobody else I know has been to, and I was just like yeah i think that might be interesting and so i went and it all worked out um and yeah so um i'm really proud of that obviously um graduating college was a huge achievement for me um and graduating college was really nice because i got something from it that i didn't get in high school because i feel like high school i was more focused on what people thought about me and of like getting recognition and then Mm -hmm. when i graduated high school i did not get that um I felt like yeah. very unceremoniously kind of like pushed aside when I was finishing high school by in like multiple areas Aww. of my life in college I had the exact opposite effect where I was like am I getting Good. too much recognition <laughs> like <laughs> I, I the pendulum swung the complete other way where I was like having mm-hmm. a little bit of imposter syndrome being like do I deserve all this because Aww. literally because uh, because uh as you will know I'm so glad our graduation ceremony like lives on YouTube. That's so fun. Um, but yes, I got to. I was asked to both sing a song and give like remarks at our colleges, at our department's graduation. Yeah, literally. And I got asked to do the song first, and I was like working on it, and then I literally got an email being like, "Oh, we would like you to speak from the department chair. Um, we would like you to speak at graduation." I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I like I'm can I even do this? Like, and I was talking to the, one of my professor, the professor who had asked me to sing, I talked to her about it. And I was like, like, do you think this is like, okay? Or should I say no? And she's like, no, like, just take it. Like people want to hear yeah. from you. And like, there's a reason you're being asked to do these things and just take it. Yeah. Like, obviously I didn't want our graduation to become like the Quinn show, obviously, but like, mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't feel like it was. And, um, but yeah, I, I was really proud that like, it was like, oh, I did something right. Like a little bit. It was affirming oh, in a way oh, because definitely. it was like, I got recognized. And that's also something I learned about life is that sometimes when you, sometimes to get the thing you're looking for, you kind of have to let go of it in a way. That's a huge thing about manifestation. Yeah. You kind of just have to like release like the want for it. Mm-hmm. And then It'll it comes come to, to you in a weird way. Um, well, Quinn. It's happened to me with a couple of different things in my life. You definitely should be proud. Aww. Your song was beautiful. Your speech was beautiful. <laughs> I think, yeah, you were the perfect person. Aww. So you had to Thank do you. it. Of course. Um. Aww. Yeah, I'm I'm very proud. What else am I proud of from this year? Oh, you also I had also, some um, great performances and some shows. Oh yeah. Well, the, even the that weird I, one. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. The show I performed in this year, like, was not that inspiring to me. And like, that was something else but... I was thinking about. That was something else I was thinking about. Um, because like, it's like you can find part. You don't have to be wholly grateful of like an experience to be grateful for certain parts of it. If that makes yeah. sense. Like, I'm not yeah. like wholly grateful for that experience. Um in the yeah. long run and like <laughs> sometimes like like it'll it will be one of those shows where like I'm like should I have just like not done it but then you know I'm grateful for like I made a really good friend at least one really good friend out of it I have really good mm-hmm. memories from doing it I have you know all this stuff and like you kind of just have to take that stuff and leave like the bad stuff in the rear view um yeah. but related to that kind of going on at the same time is I got a staged reading of a script I wrote this year um or not this year literally. But like end of last year um but yeah literally. I got to I got selected to you know have something read publicly and I got to like rehearse that with people and like my words got read in front of people and my friends got to come and see it and it was it was really it was really cool because like and now it's open like this whole other thing where I'm like considering like my writing to be a part of like who I'm going to be as like an artist and like a person in the world. Like I want to be known as somebody who like writes things. (laughs) And so, um, and that wasn't open to me before I took like that class. And, and I was never like, it was nice because it was one time in my life where I feel like I wasn't looking for something. Like, Mm. like I didn't go into like the class with the goal of like, Oh, I, by the end of the semester, I want to write something that will be read. Yeah. No, I didn't even know that was like a possibility in my mind. I didn't know that was a possibility until literally the professor is asking at our literal last class of the semester, oh, we want to do this as a reading. Would you be, would you like that? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh my God. Slay. <laughs> yeah. And then I got to do it and it was really cool. Um, and it was really fun having to... people come and see my stuff. First of all, your your play was great. I didn't get <laughs> to see it read, but I read uh-huh. it. Um, and yeah, I... I mean, you already know that I think you're like the most talented person alive. But anyway, um, I was asked to read for the other play uh-huh. or act in the other play that was being read. It was uh-huh. ultimately fired. <laughs> um, but Becca I was, was really excited that I was chosen. Becca was fired from the process. Place. It was so sad, yeah. actually. And we don't talk about enough how on that first show that you worked on, I also worked on that show. Oh, my God. I designed the whole floor. Uh-huh. Which so cool, by the way. And we don't talk about that enough. I often forget, actually. When the set glowed I went in the dark, I was like, "Oh, three rehearsals." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, "This is crazy." Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm proud of doing the artist way. 
Um, oh, like just the Julie fact that Cameron. I did, like, a, yeah, Julie Cameron. <laughs> we love um, you. Just the fact that I like did that and like stuck to something because like sticking to something is honestly so cool, and it's like nice that it was like contained because it's like only twelve weeks, but like twelve weeks is a long time to like do something, and so like to actually commit to doing the work of it. And now, like I've oh, kept yeah. like certain habits up. Like I've journaled every day, not always like on the day, but like. From That's the time awesome. I've woken oh. up to the time I went to sleep, like I have written three pages at some point in that cycle. That's awesome. <laughs> um, That's crazy. Since actually. I started that. So like over six months now, I've written three pages a day. Oh my um, God, Quinn. And so, yeah, like that's a that's a huge new thing that's that awesome. I've done in my life. Um, I did 30 days of yoga with Adrian. That was so hard to keep up with. Oh my God. I'm like already like, no, because I've done yoga with Adrian, the first 30 day challenge now for like the past three years. And now I'm like, how am I going to do it? Because I think I'm going to leave in the middle of it and be in like a different country. And I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do it? But now I'm thinking of that. Um, Whoa. Anyway. But yeah. And so I'm like, it's it's something that's like, I feel like everybody's always like, oh, I want to journal. But now I'm like actually doing it. Mm-hmm. And like to journal for six months, like it's crazy. That's crazy. Like, cause I've journaled before and like, just to have those is so cool. But, like the fact that one day I'll be like, the fact that like 10 years from now, even if, like, I stop this at some point, which, like, I hope I don't, but, like, is mm-hmm. within the realm of possibility. Like, even if I stop this, I have, like, six months of my life. And, interest- and like, perhaps some of the most interesting six months of life I've, like, lived. Like, I <laughs> have enough. it written down. Like, yeah. From, that is awesome. Like, from the time that I was living it. And that's a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm really proud of that. Um, And that also... So cool. I'm really proud of this podcast. Like, yes, wait, <laughs> literally. I'm, I'm so proud of this podcast. And it's like, it's really given me, uh, cause sometimes I feel bad about like how little I've like done since like graduating college, but then I'm like, sure. no, like I put in like a lot of work on this podcast and it's kind of the perfect amount because like I work hard enough on it where I feel like I've like done something like each week when mm-hmm. I put up an episode, it's like, oh, I did something. Mm-hmm. like um no I think we it's... need to we need to appreciate and talk more about Quinn's editing <laughs> and how truly good it especially for the gift of the jump scare no I was really um, try- I was like really, I was really trying like I was earnest like at the end of that I was like and it's like did I spend like upwards of three hours editing like 12 minutes of footage yeah yeah actually and it turned out so good <laughs> I did but, like a lot of work perfect. goes into it because like Becca and I did like <sighs> behind the curtain like we did two takes of each of the scenes and then like Mm -hmm. it would be funny because like becca would like like becca and i would be like not in agreement (laughs) over what scene we both did the best in and so (laughs) i literally would just like cut up like like the scenes like most of the scenes in gift of jump scare are one take of like me i tended Mm -hmm. to do better in like my first take becca tended to do better in her second take and so i just kept splicing like all the scenes are made up of like takes. my first take and Becca's second take and like oh my god and so like you know and then I had to add all the sounds in and like finding all the sounds and stuff um and so but yeah I was like 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 the gift of the jump scare was a great example like sometimes we'll put up episodes and I'll be like I'm earnestly like very proud of this episode yeah um as you should be and yeah and even the fact that we've been able to remain consistent like we've been doing this for oh yeah six months now same amount of time as i've been doing pages and we've posted oh every God. week yeah like, this is the 31st episode of the podcast that means we've been posting for 
We posted over two half episodes a year. our first week. Yeah, over half a year. That means we've posted for 30 weeks consistently. Wow. And like, isn't that cool? Like, that's something. That's awesome. That's something. Um, And yeah. And it's always nice because like every time I'm like, every time I'm like, because Beck and I spend a lot of time on this podcast and like, you know, we could spend the time doing other things. Sometimes it just feels like, um, and you know, we have a small audience and all this stuff. And sometimes it's just like, because we've been taught that like, the only art that's valuable is that which makes money it kind of right with you when you only see that like you know x amount of people listen to your podcast and it's like well what are we doing it for and but then like there'll be times where like we get a caitlin who like writes in who we don't know literally or like when somebody leaves us a review on uh, apple or like something like that and it just it just reaffirms you it gives you that like thing to like keep going a little bit um, literally like there if are always we have little- one fan that's yeah. okay yeah exactly <laughs> and even like we don't even need any fans like if we're just having fun making this thing that like people sometimes listen to cool like it Literally doesn't have slay. to be like the goal of it doesn't have to be like we're the next joe rogan experience or call her daddy yeah. in terms of like listenership not yeah. in terms of themes we don't want to be associated with either of those no please please, um, please, please. but like don't misconstrue that like that doesn't yeah. have to be the goal the goal can just be for you and me to make this podcast together and like have fun and have a creative outlet that we can pursue like while that's we're so doing true. other things that's so true um and so yeah i i feel i feel really secure in that and i feel really proud of this podcast and i feel really proud that i'm building something with somebody I really admire um, and, mm. you know, somebody who I want to have in my life for literally the rest of it and even after yeah. it. Um, <laughs> exactly. Right back at you. Beck and I are going to be playing so much in heaven. <laughs> like, it's going to be crazy. No, we're going to haunt so many of you. MPJ live, live in heaven. Oh, my God. <laughs> Watch out. We reveal the secrets of the afterlife. <laughs> it'll be funny because the only people there will be people who already know them so it'll, that'll be kind of be the gag like <laughs> yeah like, that'll be the bit you heard um <laughs> so corny and so yeah um yeah that's what i'm proud of um yay that i can speak on because there is there there is something big that's happened in my life this year that i have not been able to speak on on this podcast <laughs> yeah and becca knows what it is yeah and i still can't speak on it but we will tell you guys one day one day and it'll be a crazy day (laughs) becca will have to put on her best diane sawyers barbara walters oprah winfrey like her best howard stern even maybe like i'm so excited to gain that opportunity somehow the craziest thing to me is that this also happened to ryan really yeah oh my god (laughs) see and that's why ryan and i are connected yeah somehow i feel such a connection to him um, I don't <laughs> even know crazy. what he looks like, really. Um, <sighs> and um, I guess like rapid fire because I did like these questions because they're a little bit mm-hmm. different from like what I usually see when it comes to like. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the, what would you say was the most fun you had this year? <sighs> oh my goodness, I loved obviously going to Barcelona, so fun mm-hmm. there, and then I also loved visiting Macy that first time in august or september or whatever uh-huh. when i got i was freshly blonde and I, like i said it really changed the way people viewed me i guess uh-huh. i had never gotten more male attention in my life at to kill cowboy let's just say that let's just say that that was really that there yeah yeah what about you mine would probably be 
either the um when I did the uh twerk contest when I uh stripped in fucking Fort Lauderdale in front of a yeah, bar full hell of strangers. Yeah. Um yeah. that was fun. Or when I went clubbing in Berlin that one night with all those strange not strange. I liked some of them, um, but like mm-hmm. the middle-aged kind of men. Right. <laughs> um, and not middle-aged, like 30s. Um, but uh yeah, and then I like broke away from them and I was just like having fun by myself, like dancing. Yeah. But, like also That's together awesome. with people because like the music is kind of what brought us together and stuff. Um but yeah, I always have I always I th- I think of that very fondly. Um and so yeah, and then what oh, was wait, the my my oh. pity party was also really fun. The pity party. Oh my god, yeah. your pity party was fun. I loved my pity party. Last time back and I made out. He's changed that soon. Oh my um, god, literally. <laughs> I need to kiss you soon. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, and then what was the most beautiful thing you saw this year, would you say? OMG. There's been so much. Um wow, that's hard. I mean, I guess like since I used to work when I was working at Starbucks, I worked so early in the morning. Mm -hmm. And also on Tuesdays when I do shipment for Ulta. Um I have seen a lot of sunsets or sunrises, sorry. And it's something I don't take for granted. And also, I've always been obsessed with the moon. Mm. And I just, like, I have seen a lot of good views of her lately Mm -hmm. this year. Yeah. So celestial bodies, basically. I just am eternally grateful for them. We are, like, so connected today, Becca. Like, I don't know what it is, but my answer was literally going to be when, well, toss up again, because I can Mm -hmm. never pick just one thing. But honestly, (laughs) um, when I was in Berlin and I took that, like, I took, like, a walking tour of the city and we ended in, um, uh, we ended in Paris Square, which is where they have Brandenburg Gate. Um, Mm -hmm. And the sun sets behind Brandenburg Gate. And so on like one side you had like the sun setting behind Brandenburg gate and like sending all these cool rays through the gate and stuff mm-hmm. and then it had rained that afternoon and so the sun had come back out mm-hmm. and there was a rainbow on the other side of the square oh my god it was god. literally just beautiful it was one of those times where you just like stand somewhere and like just look around and take pictures and um I'm so glad oh, I have like pictures of that rainbows. and then also when I saw the Eiffel Tower at sunset and I could see the sunset on one side and, like, see all the cool colors. And then literally on the other side, I could see the moon, like, physically rise over the horizon, which was, like, so cool. Bro, whenever um, I see the moon, I physically yell, I love this bitch. <laughs> I like, love I can't you, not. bitch. <laughs> also, okay, rainbows made me think of, on my birthday, it rained, mm-hmm. and we went to this restaurant. And when I came out of the restaurant, I really wanted to see a rainbow. And I was like, Dang, there's no rainbow. A month later, I went to that restaurant, and when I came out, there was a double rainbow in the sky. What a question! And I was like, "Oh my god, double rainbow!" Like literally. Wow, what a blood! Like so literally, yeah, literally, (laughs) literally, my dad. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I think we. Did a really good job. The other thing I do want to put out there, uh-huh, since uh-huh. I did say the thing about the writing, is yeah. that I want writing to become more a part of my life. I'm trying to think of like 
uh, I'm trying to devise like a practice. Another great thing for a comment corner. Guys, I'm asking you for advice. This is so rare. Whoa, actually. prompts. But <laughs> I really want to do like a, I, I want to have like a consistent writing practice. And so I'm trying to come up with a way to kind of do it like the pages because something I think is so genius about the pages is that it's just three a day and mm-hmm. there's that limit on it. So I want to do something like that, but with like writing and mm-hmm. that can, there's this one idea that I've been percolating on with my writing. And so I think that's going to be kind of like derivative of that. And so I'm trying to get like a practice started with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want that to stay here in perpetuity because it's kind of like our version of like writing our resolutions down a little bit. Yeah. Oh my God. And then we can like revisit this. <gasps> that's going to be so cool. This time next year, oh. we'll have like, you know, see. we'll have, we'll be able to listen and be like, oh my God, we said and that. Then we'll, we'll be on our like 80th episode. Yeah. Oh my God. Holy crap. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> We're going to have to come up with a 100th episode special. What? <laughs> oh my God. Pulls Caitlin, I hope you're still watching. <laughs> Caitlin, by then, Caitlin. <laughs> You gotta stick with us. You, you have, gotta ride you, with us into the dawn. You um, will have had to have been on the podcast at that point. Yeah. Caitlin, <laughs> goal for next year. Get Caitlin. <laughs> Go on the podcast. Book her. Caitlin, um, tap in. Um, yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, I couldn't think of a better project to be taking into 2023 than Manly Pixie Jump Scare. Exactly. And yeah, Aww, I'm so I love you so much. Doing this. Yeah, I love you too. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. But with that being said, it takes just a small little break and we'll be mm. right back to get into our segments. Yay! Guys, I'm scared. <laughs> oh. oh! Okay. Makisha. Hey guys. Mahani. Mahani. So here we are back again with yes. our, of course, um, segments of the week that we do every week no matter what yeah. so for last week it's fine yeah so obviously guys we start out with the comment corner uh-huh. which bada bing bada boom we have this week we're so yes. proud actually we've bullied we've you guys enough sitting on this one this one is actually not an email it is mm-hmm. an apple podcast review which yes. we encourage you guys to make yes it's actually needed yeah. we have seven ratings so far <laughs> yeah um governmental mandate i heard actually so mm-hmm. we are at a five out of five which is great standing and mm-hmm. we have this review from user ectoplasmatic oh wow mm-hmm. which first of all you better what not a be word. a cunty ass itunes username when i get back this person obviously defied those orders <laughs> literally so you slayed and then you slid with your review, which is subject line, love, mm-hmm. body, funny, genius, amazing, love, you guys. And to that I say, thank you. you thank too. you. Yeah, thank same you to you. so much, actually. And guys, again, comment corners can be so simple. Literally. You could send us like a literal sentence thought and you know Becca and I are going to hyperanalyze that. Yeah, we're going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa wow. What do they mean by this? Um, yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, hyperplasmic, cypersonic, um, we love you here. And it, it's very reminiscent enough. It's very reminiscent of the last review we read, which is like super hot ultra serve. Um, yeah. 
perfect perfect like you could say that said yeah you could literally write us like novels or you could do that and either we're just like we're so appreciative actually however you want to express your love to us we are (gasps) maybe draw a picture what if we got fan art oh my god please should we make a P.O. box? Fine. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll put Another it in expense. Philly between us. Yeah. $12 a month uh, for rent on your P.O. box. Anyway. Um, yeah. But we couldn't thank you guys enough. Keep yeah, rating us. We do exactly. appreciate it every time. Because mm-hmm. we have good ratings. So that's really nice. Thank you, guys. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, but that does send us into our next segment. So, of course, of course, of course, we have to provide our jump scares of the week. So this is mm-hmm. anything that made Quinn and I shiver from anus to top <laughs> and made us fear, made us sad, made us angry. Maybe we're trying not to be that anymore. Yes. But is anything really tough for us? Next week. Next um, week. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um so i'm i'm curious Quinn, what was your jump scare of the week this week my jump scare honestly this week was the anticipation of going to the dentist <gasps> was that your appointment yes my mm, mysterious appointment I which feared. i talked about which i did not want to spoil because i knew it was gonna be this yep yep i feared um was the dentist appointment and the thing about the dentist appointment is did i tell the story of how my dad got my wisdom tooth procedure canceled what are we all up to speed on that (laughs) no what the hell guys i'll tell the full story one day um but my dad basically ended up getting my wisdom tooth procedure canceled and literally for four years he made it so (laughs) okay no he made it so because he did things that weren't allowed which was swearing at the office technician anyway. Oh my anyway, gosh. Dads can't live with them. <laughs> um, and so, write <laughs> uh, that down. Okay, I love my dad. Um, Brian, Brian, Brian. And uh, Brian and Ryan are kind of similar. Has anybody ever noticed that? Whoa. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Oh, your horses. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> for four years, literally, my um, my dentist, who i have a little bit of a crush on let's be honest <gasps> no dentists um, are hot we should talk yeah, about it no my dentist is like a dilf dentist my dentist looked like brody jenner i had <sighs> such a crush on him wait mine kind of does too i haven't looked What's at a picture of brody name? jenner in a while dr matt <laughs> definitely don't go to the same dentist wait but my dentist name was dr matt i'm scared right now <laughs> guys i'm scared right now i thought there was no way you would say dr matt Dr. Wait, Matt Van- I'm actually scared at the moment. So, um, okay, okay. Oh my God, what if you relocated? No, what the hell? No, but I, I actually developed so much of a crush on him that my ex, um, boyfriend in high school used to go to the same one, and our other friend used to go to the same one because we all live in the same area, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so we developed this joke where, like, when he walks in, we would go, "Hi, Doctor." <laughs> oh my god and one time i, I saw him in our local supermarket with his children and i was paralyzed with fear and i like made sure i did not see him <gasps> oh spooky and i was like oh my god i have to walk the other way now but anyway <laughs> so that was at the beginning of 2021 okay. when that whole snafu happened um and i've not been to the dentist since then because i was honestly like scheduling first of all scheduling like a dentist appointment when you're in college and like don't live in the area so hard yeah 
Second of all, sucks. I was like scared to go back because my dentist just kept talking my ear off. He's like, girl, you need those wisdom teeth out. And I'm like, I know. And I tried my Ooh. best, but ultimately my best wasn't good enough. And um, so I've just been scared to go back to the dentist. And But then it's been like two years and I'm like, it only gets worse from here. And so I was like, okay, mom, make me a dentist appointment, please. And so she made <laughs> me a dentist appointment and I went in and I faced my fears and it is it's just always a terrible thing going to the dentist like having somebody scrape your teeth like that yeah um but it wasn't nearly as bad as i thought it would be um have you ever had a cavity before yes yeah several when i was a child and then one that i actually had to get filled as an adult i was really just hoping i was really just manifesting that that wouldn't be my journey today because that's just an annoying thing to have to deal with literally do you know what's weird about my teeth though is that um fully a like um one of like the they call them crowns but one of like the points of my molars you know how your molar has like four points yeah one of the crowns of mine they're called crowns one of the or cusps maybe i don't know called something but one of those little points fell off of one of my teeth one time when i was eating a salad like a long time ago at this point I've never heard from my dentist about that. Like, nobody's ever asked, like, (laughs) is there a reason that's missing? Like, nobody's ever asked if there's a reason why, like, one of my teeth is, like, chipped. Damn, what the hell? And I'm like, do they even notice? Yeah. Anyway, what am I paying for at this point? Um, But, yeah, it actually ended up being better. He was like, oh, my God, your teeth are in actually really good shape. You know, (laughs) you know, after you get, like, your teeth cleaned. Mm-hmm. and then the dentist comes in to kind of like spot check i'm always like is he actually like do is there actually something left in my teeth or does he just make it look like there's something left in my teeth to like his yeah job, like means something right um and so the jury's still out on that one but <laughs> we will find out he was like this is great you just need to get those wisdom teeth out and i'm like oh my god this is great news actually <laughs> um, what i already knew been affirmed once again <laughs> and so yeah so it was a jump scare, but honestly, the anticipation of it was, but but that was kind of my intention. I'm like, I'm going to make this out to be so bad in my mind that when it actually happens, it's not going to be as bad as I made it out to be. <laughs> hey, uh, expect the worst. Wait, I kind of hacked. Know? Wait, I kind of hacked. <laughs> frame there. Um, that was my hack. jump scare. Um, I did. But- I did have to Google it. And my Dr. Matt is Dr. Matt. So close That's- to bear actually too close actually i'm kind of wow i kind of think it's a thing where he has two different families i totally believe that immediately believe uh, that. oh next special idea <laughs> call him up Becca and i are helping a hot dentist conceal his identity um <laughs> that writes itself um anyway literally but literally. Off, yeah what was your jump scare this week okay so i'm a big documentary fan and on Netflix, I started watching this documentary called, I think it's called Orgasm Incorporated. Oh. You watched? No. Okay. It does not so right up my all... alley, though. Okay, yeah. It's interesting. It's I love about, a Netflix I... docuseries. Oh, perfect. It's Netflix actually docu-series. just one film. Oh, really? Netflix? Not is it Netflix, like, produced, or was it? Is it just on I Netflix? believe so. I believe so. Something about me is that the Netflix Challenger documentary, like the Challenger miniseries, changed my life. Changed my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> changed my life. <laughs> no, forever. literally. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> um, I agree with you. But um, <laughs> so it's all about this thing that I had heard of before called shoot, what was it called? This company, One Taste. That's what it was called. And it was basically a sex cult. <gasps> and it was crazy because 
you had to pay so much money to be involved in it. Uh huh. And it was run by this woman who like convinced everyone that like to get all of your desires, you needed to just like publicly orgasm in this group and like be a part of that. Yeah. And and it was like very female centric, but in like a twisted way. And it was like girl boss narrative. Yeah, like so girl boss actually. These men and we she did slay in that us. regard. <laughs> we aren't. But um these men would pay thousands of dollars a month to literally just have like help a woman reach orgasm. Okay, I, I'm kind yeah. of on board with her actually. <laughs> And so I think that's something way more men should be investing their time in. <laughs> Literally. So I get like, but also the women had to pay a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I think as a woman, this is the jump scare part. Uh-huh. The women should have been getting paid. To let the men make them come? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not having, not having to also give money. Wait, the women had to give money to come. Yes, maybe that's your God-given right. <laughs> Literally, that happens. You don't need no tools. That's like a Black Mirror episode. What if we had to pay to come? Literally, but they all like lived in this place together, and like there were so many workshops and stuff. And it, it's, I mean, it's truly crazy. It fully was a cult. Um, but the most cultist part is that they had to pay so much money to be a, be involved in it yeah to do the most excited about that famously the most free thing is an orgasm one of the most free ways you can enjoy yourself entertainment yeah you don't need <laughs> yeah, a subscription exactly. for that <laughs> yeah but, you and your imagination yeah. that should be enough boom literally but yeah it just i don't know just the thought of having to pay that much money to be involved in something like um, that yeah, really bothered that's me. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. Wait, so both the men and the women had to pay? Yeah, everyone had to pay. Okay, so there is a parody there at least. Um, mm-hmm. But this actually gave me an idea. I feel like we need to switch like the narrative. Like when we want to shame men, which I believe is something we can still engage in as a society. Yeah. Um, I feel like we need to shift the narrative away from like penis size because that's ultimately first of all out of someone's control mm-hmm. um second of all a form of body shaming third of all just tied back to the patriarchy mm-hmm. like because patriarchal to believe somebody should have a huge gigantic penis yeah and we should shift the shaming of men sexually to be but can you make a woman come because first of all this is my whole mission first of At the all end of the day, this is all i want to do first of all you're like something you can actually control a skill you can like develop mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and many men most men actually choose not to yep um second of all putting the women's pleasure at the forefront mm-hmm. specifically anti-patriarchal yep um and that's all i can think of for right now but guys i think that's i think that's <laughs> i think something that else we're bringing in itself. in 2023 <laughs> Uh, you, you defended girl, your argument. Have you ever made a girl come? Like, I'm going to be saying that to straight men all year. Literally. And will I get punched out? Probably. Probably. But I can't not be who I am. Thank you. This we is brave. You. This is bruised. This is who I'm meant to be. This is me. <laughs> no, if I don't, if I have sex with someone and I 
do not orgasm, I will be paid. Trust. <laughs> Trust. Trust. There's a fee. There's a fee associated <laughs> with it. Because your actions have consequences. And that's what Beck and I have been preaching on this podcast for such a long time now. Your actions have consequences. Yeah. And it's something that especially straight men need to learn. Yes. Reparations it's called. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So thank you for bringing that to me, Becca. Um, Of course. Thank you for defending me so fiercely. I think that's one of the craziest things you've said on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It'll go. It'll go. Um. But, you know, that brings us then to the positive, you know. So the Manic Pixie moment is anything that we, me or Quinn, found slayful, serve, bitch yes of this week. And Quinn, I'm just dying to know what that is for you this week. My Manic Pixie moment, actually, is... And I'm not just thinking of one on the spot because I haven't really been okay. able to think of one. Right, right. Um, right. I, 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 so my mom on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve was like, so guys, I want you to open a gift tonight. Aww. And like when it comes to Christmas, I'm a little traditional. And I'm like, well, we need to open gifts tomorrow morning is the thing. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, you'll want to have this tonight. And so me and Corey go and we open our gifts. And what did my mom get me? But a literal onesie to wear for Christmas. So what do I wear all Christmas Eve and a good proportion of Christmas Day? But my new little flannel Christmas onesie. And my friend Corey was supposed to get a matching one. But the brand, Old Navy will say, because I'm honestly not ever interested yeah. in partnering with them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Although maybe I would meet RuPaul and Jennifer Coolidge. Oh. Mm, wait. There are other ways I can do that. Um. <laughs> so many ways we did not get Corey's on time and so we could have been twinning but we cannot Wait. actually um quinn this is actually crazy because i almost sent you a tiktok uh-huh. of a boy with glasses in a onesie yeah. and a blonde girl yeah. um christmas dancing to something that was very slayful and i almost sent it to you and said us but then i was like I, I think that I was high because I was like, I don't know if Quinn will like be offended because I don't know if, if Quinn has a onesie. It's the worst time and to interact with you. anyone while you're high. Yeah. I actually have I two scared. onesies now. I do have a yellow onesie somewhere, which I bought with my own money when I was in your good man, Charlie Brown, because oh I wanted Charlie Brown to have pajamas. Of course. Um, so I need not have been scared, but I, I was. So Yeah. And that's what being high can do to you, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's be a lesson. <laughs> And so, yeah, reefer madness, literally. Um, but Becca, what is your manic pixie moment for this week? So, mine is actually tied into our topic, and that is something I love doing every year, along with my tarot reads. Uh huh. Um, is also making a vision board for the year. <gasps> And actually, oh. let me bring mine up. Oh this my, is my god! 2023 vision board. I've Guys. worked so hard. I've done so much. Again, visual. Oh my god, I'm seeing a lot of things I like on here. Exactly. Ooh, and oh my god, and I becomes... love how it's all in your palette. Wait. Thank you. Exactly. And it becomes my computer background and my phone background for the year. <gasps> and just naturally, it just things just 
happen off the board wait i might copy you actually i hope you do i hope you do like i love doing this stuff new york new New york York. (laughs) my god is that carrie bradshaw on the bottom oh my god Uh, i love the lily rose depth that said i'm the hottest hottest person person alive." alive And I really want to feel that deep in my bones during Uh 2023. So I'm excited to bring this to you guys. Oh, my God. Um, But I really, I really hope you all get on Pinterest and just. Did you just make this on Pinterest? Or did you pull all the images from Pinterest? All the images are in Pinterest. And then Mm. I went into my favorite app, PixArt, and compiled it all together. My God, this is so good. And I love just ah. listening to music for the year because I also have like a Spotify playlist for the year mm-hmm. of the things that I want to bring out. Um, Welcome to my some... island. Top of the list. <laughs> oh, oh, top of the list. Just fine. Mary J. Blige. Oh, um, stronger. Britney Spears. I'm just feeling it. I'm just yeah. feeling it for 2023. Just fine. 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 Oh, yeah. Ah. So I'm excited for the new year. I'm really I excited. love collaging too. So like that would be really good. My favorite. Okay. Well, now okay. I know my mission for this week. But anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's our show this week, guys. So Yay! Becca, if people want to follow you and see if slash when, well, mm-hmm. not if, but like when you complete all your goals on your vision board. Thank you. And you share via social media because that yeah. is ultimately the only thing it's there for to validate all of us. Exactly. Um, what, where can the people follow you? Thank you for asking. Well, they can follow me on Instagram at Becca Hobart, mm-hmm. on TikTok, where y'all going during World War Three, and then Twitter and Spotify, Bex Gloss. Uh-huh. They can also find me at the bottom of that famous building in New York kissing Andy Cohen when the ball drops. Quinn. Yeah. I just have so many questions about that we can't even get into right now. But anyway. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we can talk later. I'll, <laughs> I'll email you. Um, <laughs> Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually as you check off every single creative goal in 2023? You can find me at Quinn P. Murphy on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find me at Quimpy Murphy underscore on Twitter. And mm-hmm. you can also find me drinking a little cranberry soda from time to time. It's a delicious little drink. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Um, but Becca, where can people follow the show if they want to follow us throughout this year and see how much of this we uphold? Oh my gosh, of Ultimately. course. Well, they can follow at Medic Pixie Jump Scare on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, where we post the podcast at length and also some exclusive content over there if you want to see our beautiful faces. Mm-hmm. And then please, please, please email in at manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com. We literally will listen to anything you have to say. <gasps> and I want to know your New Year's resolutions and Great all question. your goals. Yep. Yep. All your best guys. Moments. You can also use the... I listen to this one podcast. They love voice memos. I've sent in voice memos. I haven't appeared on the show yet. But if you want to send us like voice memos on Instagram, that's another great way. If we can like physically Mm -hmm. hear you. Becca and I are both blessed with the ability to hear, even though Mm -hmm. you don't really need it for life. People have shown. Yeah. That's just, you know, a good little add on. 
Um, yeah, why not? And so we can hear your lovely voices. And so why not just show us what you got? Yeah, show us your real singing voice with. at recess. Because I know sometimes it's scary to actually do it in the choir room. So you can show us it at recess. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. We're, we're Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> and we're, we're Becca. Becca. And thank you. Oh. For listening. listening. I was like, I'm about to sing. Oh my god. Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.